I noticed that uh, there was these guys, when they would first show up, they'd tell me all about their, their, their college degree and the other prison that they worked at, and they're a big deal, you know. They were a supervisor over there, and now uh, they're going to tell us all how to do it here at our federal prison because they worked at the state prison, and that's not how we did it there. Well, you know, we're the federal prison, so we probably have different procedures, different policies, and we don't want to hear the crap about what you used to do and uh, your big fancy degree. Shut up, ask questions, observe, try to be helpful. And uh, people will, will respond and try to assist you in, in advancement in your career if that's what it is you want to do or at least keep you out of trouble. If, if you show up and tell me, look man, I don't need no advice, I don't need nothing from you guys, I'm going to tell you. Alright, I'm going to let you do the stupidest ass thing that I think uh, is possible, and I'm not going to say a word and just watch you do it. Make a fool out of yourself. Go right ahead. Um, one of the mistakes that I made for many, many decades was not talking to my wife about what I did. And it built up, and it built up, and it built up. And um, I had a lot of um, problems with that. You know, it started tipping over into PTSD where a guy would talk to me in the uh, um, grocery store and I would like get ready to beat him in the head with a can of soup or something. Um, talk to your spouse about what you did or what you do. Um, if, if he or she can't take it, then you know, maybe you should have had another spouse. But. Um, my wife just assumed that I did worse things than I actually did, and I thought that, that uh, you know, beating on thugs, um, dragging people up and down the hallways when it became necessary, you know, those kinds of things, forcing people to have a tube shoved up their nose so that they were made to eat so they didn't starve themselves to death. I thought all that was horrible stuff, and my wife would be, you know, condemning, oh my god, my husband does these awful things. And it wasn't true after, you know, we went to therapy because I wouldn't talk. Um, after it all finally came out, she was like, oh, I thought you did much worse stuff than that. Um, speaking of that, thugs are never your friends. Never. And all the inmates, I know, yeah, yeah, inmates, right? Convicts. They've been convicted of a crime. They're convicts. They're not inmates and residents they're convicts they're criminals you are not don't try to ingratiate yourself with them they're not your friends you know uh, we don't I don't sit down and and tell them all about my personal life I don't uh, I don't tell them about great-grandma this and that it's none of their business they have to deal with me as a correctional officer, and let's just keep it that way. Now, you can be friendly, you cannot be hostile, but they're not your friends. You're professionally friendly, but they're not your friends. Treat everybody the same. All these inmates, if you do a favor for that guy, you gotta do a favor for them all. It's just plain and simple. And if you don't, it's because you're prejudiced. You're racist, you're sexist, you're a homophobe, you're this, you're that, blah, 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 blah. And they will target you because, oh, now he's a weakness. He's, he's, he'll do some guy a favor and treat somebody differently than he will the general population. That's, uh, that's a 
recipe for disaster right there. Go ahead and treat one person or group differently than the other person. And I'm even talking about the child molesters. They got things coming, give it to them. They don't have it coming, they don't get it. Oh, and the default answer to everything is no. Officer, can I? No. Because I can always change it to yes, but I can't take back a yes. So, when in doubt, the answer is no. So, um, having said that, there's nothing wrong with listening to the inmates. They want to tell you stuff, just sit back and let them tell you their yarn. I've, I've heard several. I've told a couple on here. Uh, they also tell me the, the illegal stuff or the dangerous stuff or the things that concerns me about security that's going on. Shut up and listen. Ask a question now. Oh, really? He's, uh, he's grinding a shank on the floor late at night? I should be able to see. Now, don't take everything they say at face value. I should be able to see on the floor of his cell the scratch marks of where he's sharpening this shank that this guy is telling me about. You know, so... Let's uh, let's use analytics on what you're told by the inmates. Um, I have to have a plan for self-protection. I have to plan. Hey, I'm in the chow hall. This is where I stand. If something kicks off and we can't control it, where am I going to go? And what am I going to do when I get there? Um, is there an escape route out of this office? that I can use if the front door is blocked, if an inmate goes berserk in here and tries to start shanking me. Um, you know, what, what am I going to do with an inmate that is trying to shank me? Uh, you know, do I go for his knees? You know, what's my plan? I have to have a plan and I practice it mentally and sometimes I walk it through. So like if I'm in the chow hall and I say, oh, well I'm going to try to get around behind the uh, uh, the soup line over here and and go through that door behind this convict and get into the kitchen well that door was locked so that plan ain't gonna work come up with a new plan you know and and practice it at least mentally and walk through it you know there's a there's nothing wrong with thinking hey things might go to hell I work in a prison everybody in here has been convicted of a felony uh, where I worked I don't know three-quarters of them were murderers more so they've killed people before and when they tell you they're gonna kill you not want to take them serious never show prejudice against any individual or group in other words ah, oh, he's a child molester that child molester that scumbag that chomo um, I don't like black people I don't like Chinese people I don't like gay people I don't like whatever people Keep that out of your mouth and off your social media. That is going to come back to bite you. And, you know, we're in prison. We're not there to judge you. We're there to uh, keep you. We're there to serve as an example. That's all we're there for. Now, having said the thing about, you know, doing favors for inmates, don't accept favors from inmates. You know, hey, officer, I could do this, this extra thing for you. Uh, no, I don't need it because if... They all don't do it. I don't want one guy doing it, you know. Oh, I'm going to polish up your office so much finer than anybody else. That might be an okay thing. Well, he's just doing his job as an orderly a little better. 
but uh, no, I'm gonna make paper roses for you and put them in the uh, the vase on your desk. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't need that. Now try to act normal when you're at work. I know that sounds silly, but there are people that try to act abnormal. They try to be things they're not. Straight guys act like they're gay for some damn reason, or people act as if they have prejudices that they they don't they just they just like well yeah, i'm gonna hang out with all the white dudes because uh, you know we're all we're all white dudes together but like he's, his wife is a minority or something uh, and it's like the hell are you doing man be be normal it's nobody's business if you're jewish gay uh a cross dresser whatever the hell it is that you are on the outside but on the inside you're a correctional officer, you wear your uniform, and you don't talk about all that personal stuff. Religion is none of their business. Um, if you're a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, then you'd just be that, okay? But you don't have to discuss your religion with these folks. Um, never discuss the, the other staff with the thugs, all right? The convicts don't need to know about Joe Blow or Jane Blow over there. That's not their business. What the hell are you talking to him about other people for anyway? Oh, I hate the warden. Shut up about that. It doesn't matter to you. Don't give out information to the inmates on other staff. You can help compromise them that way. Oh yeah, she's having a lot of problems at home, man. Oh yeah. Yeah, her husband dumped her and she's lonely as hell. Why, why don't you go over there and see if you can charm her into giving you a cell phone and have sex with her and stuff. That's, that's what you're doing. Knock it off. Um, it's your, it's your job to enforce the rules. Enforce them firmly, fairly. And when you give an order, it's not a, it's not a discussion. It's not a debate. I gave you an order. Do it or refuse. You know, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to justify my order to you. I told you to do it because I told you to do it. Now I expect you to do it. I don't have to tell you why I'm telling you to do it. I told you to do it. Do it. You know, there's, uh, there's all this, uh, well, let's uh, let's have a discussion about it and we'll explain all the reasons, but no, because they just look for a way to um, manipulate you. Oh, this Leo stuff, I'm a law enforcement officer. Who cares? Who cares? Yes, we enforce the law. No, we're not street cops. Uh, keep all that badge and credentials thing in your pocket you know, unless you need to identify it because you're carrying a firearm or something. I never tell anybody that stuff. Don't show badges and credentials. Hey, I'm a big deal over at the prison. Nobody cares. Knock it off. You're not going to impress the uh, Illinois State Police, believe me. Uh, hell, when I went to go get the, uh, the, um, uh, after I retire, I have to take a test by the Illinois State Police once a year. One guy told me flat out, look, we don't like you people at all. And if it was up to me and my friends, you wouldn't be allowed to come here and qualify. All right, whatever, I don't care. And then they started doing this Black Lives Matter and uh, fry pigs in a blanket and, you know, uh, give pigs wings and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, a couple of years after that statement, the guy says, oh, we're certainly glad, the same guy, we're certainly glad to have you here. Yeah, 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 because everybody hates cops now and you're looking for anybody that might be sort of friendly to you. And that was us until you, you know, go around making statements that, you know, we're scum of the earth or something. And I don't care. It's a job, okay? I'm not there for the prestige. I'm there for the 
paycheck. And if you're there for prestige and, and, and this job means so much to you, look, I know people whose whole identity is their job. Ah, uh, you know? Who are you? And if you name, I'm a correctional officer, if that's who you are, then you need to rethink your life a little bit. You're not a correctional officer. You're a human being. You're a son, a daughter, a father, a mother, a sister, a brother, a cousin, a whatever, okay? That's who you are. You're not a correctional officer. Because if you lose that identity, who are you now? Well, I gotta hang myself. Yep, seen that. If you're in a fight, you can do anything you can to survive that this guy has a weapon. All that stuff about, you know, you can't hit certain areas, whatever, he has a weapon. You could shoot him dead if you had a firearm. If you're in the cell house and all you got is a radio or a telephone or the stapler or whatever you can get your hands on, use it. Gouge out an eye, bust out some teeth, crush a larynx, bust a guy's chest, it doesn't matter. What matters is he has a weapon and you have to survive. All bets are off, all rules are over. He's trying to kill you. If he kicks you down the stairs and comes down there to stomp your head in, that's attempted murder. You can do whatever it takes to uh, survive. Yes, you're gonna have to justify it. Yes, you better hope it's on camera. Um, because all the inmates are going to say, oh no, he attacked the poor inmate and, and the, uh, the convict didn't do anything. Yeah, okay. Uh, things are going to speed up, so when you say, well, we were in this verbal altercation for a minute, well, it was actually 14 seconds, but it seemed like a minute to you and now you're a liar. Yeah, all that stuff is going to come. You're going to need a lawyer, but you also need to be alive to need a lawyer. So, you know, use your head and survive and uh, uh, if you want more advice in this genre you know like for the new guys or for the seasoned professionals there's a there's a guy named Anthony Ganji and Anthony Ganji has a channel on uh, corrections one and he's dedicated it to just this sort of thing that I'm doing on this video so um, he gives out some really great advice he's uh, you know, pretty high up, uh, worked his way high up in the uh, supervision of the prison system in his jurisdiction. So by all means, uh, see him. I've been on his channel before and he's been on mine, Anthony Ganji of Corrections One. Uh, check him out. And I would like to thank all the, the members that make this video possible. Um, you know, your financial support is greatly appreciated and a big compliment and a boost to my ego, if you want to say it that way, and it's what keeps me making these videos. Also, the, uh, uh, the fact that you're, you're willing to put something into this means that it actually means something to you, and, and uh, that's the only reason that I'm doing this, is that it means something to you. So, thank you very much. and. If you have any questions or comments, and I'm sure that I didn't cover everything that I should have as far as advice for um, correctional staff, by all means, make a comment on, on the something that I missed. And uh, thanks for watching.